Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to From the Hip, the podcast where candid conversations, sharp insights, and unfiltered opinions about today's NFL collide. I'm your host, Anthony Rodriguez, and today we have not one but two incredible guest speakers who are ready to share their unique perspectives on today's hottest topics. So grab a seat, get comfortable, and let's dive in. Joining us here, here we go. Uh, our first guest today is a renowned expert in just about nothing. With years of experience in convincing people he's right, he's been featured in countless Instagram DMs, and he's known for his unapologetic frank approach to discussing how you're very wrong and he's very right. Please welcome Corey Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction i mean how can you top that and it, you know the instagram dms always wanting to be right never wrong hey man i'm right 97.3 percent of the time there is that 2.7 percent where i am wrong it's only happened to every Haley's comment or something like that we'll get him a little love here in a minute somehow Okay, uh, let's see. Um, and joining us alongside Corey is another remarkable individual, Justin Rodriguez, who brings a fresh and dynamic perspective to the table. Justin is an accomplished trash talker and has been known to claim that if he only had one nickel, it would be the shiniest nickel you've ever seen. Welcome, Justin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I believe in the facts. <laughs> And I'm here to prove That's all I'm here to say. Well, I appreciate that. Let's get a, let's get a round of applause. Thank you very much. Everybody. Okay. So, today's episode promises to be a roller coaster ride through the latest headlines, societal trends, and thought-provoking debates. Our guests aren't afraid to speak their minds. So get ready for some honest, no-holds-barred discussions We'll tackle everything from the hip. No scripts, no filters, just pure, unadulterated dialogue. So, gentlemen, do you feel like you're ready? I'm always cool. ready. All right, so we're going to get right into it. So we're on week three of the NFL. Unfortunately, we missed the first two weeks. It's our, our premiere episode, but going forward, we're going to get every week for you guys. So, Corey, talk to me about how you felt about week two, not three. Week two, it's still the start of the season. Everyone's getting their legs under them because we know the preseason is just hmm, fodder. It's not real. They're not really competing. They're just going out there and going through the motions to get a feel for the one up to the season. But in week two, we had some great games, and we had some horrific injuries and some terrible losses to teams, such as, Justin, I know you want to talk about terrible that was a big hit. Um, it was a big hit to me, too, because he, he is on my fantasy team. But, oh, man, what can you do? That is the game that these guys play. They put their bodies on the line every week, week in, week out, even in practice. And, man, it just – it's a blessing and a curse. That's what I can say. How do you feel about Chubb, though? Do you think he's going to be able to come back from that one? Me, personally, stem cell, baby. 
I'm telling you, all the way, stem cells. If he doesn't do stem cells, then I don't think he'll be the same. It worked for COVID. What about you, Justin? What do you think? Do you think he's going to be able to come back from this? I mean, from what I heard and from what I've seen, this is a second injury similar. This is He had one in college and one now. So, I mean, first one, you know, it's a blessing to come back after one like that. A second one, I just think he's going to be damaged goods. I don't see him getting a big contract later in the year. Um, later on when his contract is up, I don't see him get a bigger one. I don't see him. He's going to end up being a workhorse running back, which is going to be a one-year to year-to-year running back to see how he does produce. He's going to rely on his numbers because if he doesn't produce some numbers, I don't see him staying in the NFL long. And that's just not because of who who the numbers and the, the way he plays, just the injuries. He can't afford to pay somebody who just might not even play. So I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be coming back at all. Uh, being the fact that next year is the final year of his contract, yeah, I don't think um, I don't even think he's going to make it onto the roster for next year. Ooh. I think, of course, in his mind, he's gonna he's gonna try, and why would he not? I think he's owed quite a bit of money, but um, but I think the Browns ultimately are going to cut him. They're ultimately yeah, they're going to cut him. They're going to want to get rid of him before they have to pay him that final year. Exactly. You know, even if it's. League minimum, it wouldn't matter. That's league minimum that they can put somewhere else. Yeah, I think at this point they know they're going to have to cut their losses and move forward. They kind of have no choice. Unfortunate, it's an unfortunate thing because Chubb was been has been a phenomenal player for a very long time. But we've gotten to a point now where he's not a young man. Not when you, not when you consider the NFL running yeah. back longevity, he doesn't have it. Exactly. Um, he destroyed that knee. It's the second time. Even if he comes back, even with the stem cells, um, he's not going to be 100%. Won't, won't be the same. And they can move on to Ford. They can draft. Because um, I don't think they're going to have a great season either, So, which means they're probably going to have a very good draft. They're going to be going running back first. Well, they, re- they did um, re-sign Kareem Hunt. Yes, but that's just to feed them through the rest of the year. And I think that's right exactly on. how he will end up being is like a Kareem Hunt be a running back that you get off the waivers you get off the free agency because he's not going to go he's not going to want to walk away from the league he's not but well, then they somebody's waiting. willing to even give him any money just to come in yeah they're going to put him down if they bring him in he'll be a third down back he'll get very minimum touches he'll just get you above that first yard line that's what he's going to be used for he will not be a first down second down back anymore and it's Agreed. just it's sad. It's sad to see that you know from someone who oh, it is, is considered tremendous considered a top five running back in the league, if not yeah. top three. Yeah. To see him go like that is is ridiculous, man. So, but we've seen this um, before, and we've seen yeah, and it, he's only 24. and as a former player, I, I I know, as a former player, I know I know for a fact injuries happen, man. So, and there's nothing you could prevent it. We all we all know what they, they all know what they risk every day going out there, and it's. It's a sensitive topic to talk about, you know, especially as a former player, because you never want to see that happen to any of your guys, especially if you don't even know the guy, but you feel for him because football is a different kind of brotherhood, man. So, and everybody here knows that. So. Yeah, you're looking at it. I mean, that could be you on that end. And I mean, yeah. we see it. We see it happen with linemen all the time, all the time. Somebody rolls over their knee, this, that, the third, they get stepped on. You know, corners, receivers. Well, let's talk about the other big injury of league cornerbacks now that you said corners okay cowboys talk to me about cowboys they lost their big their big secondary yeah uh 
uh, seeing Trayvon Diggs go down in practice is definitely tough because you don't want to see it. Not even in game time scenario, practice of all places. You know, that's a He's big time corner. Yeah, that's a big time cornerback. That's a big time pay. That you pay him a lot of money to be who he is, especially all the, the the season he had last year. He had an amazing season last year, starting especially especially in the beginning of the season when he came out eight picks in the first five games. So mm-hmm. it it show it shows that now, how do the Cowboys pivot? You know what I'm saying? It just it goes from there to see where where do they go from here? I mean, I don't think that they're gonna struggle. Let's be honest. You know, you still got well, Gilmore, it, you still got it Parsons. Is a key player, but it's not the only player. And yeah, it's that's unlike, definitely not the only player on that defense. Unlike the um the whole Chubb situation, let's face it, the Browns, chances are if they made the playoffs, it was gonna be a big deal. But they're not a, a contender for an actual Super Bowl. Yeah. So with Chubb going down, it's truly unfortunate. It affects fantasy more than it affects the rest of the NFL. Um, but the Cowboys injury, that actually affects the Cowboys. That affects yeah. their secondary. It affects a chances of them going to the Super Bowl because now they do have a hole in their defense. But it doesn't really affect fantasy as much. I want to go back to something Justin mentioned. Last season, Trayvon Diggs did have a lot of picks. He did. He was in a lot of man-to-man situations where he 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 thrived, but he did give up a lot of touchdowns last season. So you have to look at it. it it's, it's a it's hit or miss, you know. It's all or nothing when you look at it like that. Is he really a shutdown corner? Is he a Revis Island? Is he a Deion Sanders-esque type of corner? Going giving up a lot of touchdowns and getting a lot of inter- getting a lot of interceptions doesn't make you a great corner. You also have to be able to stop your man when you're playing against him. So, good point. Good point. It may not be a loss for the Cowboys if you look at it like that. Will it hurt? Yes. But will they still thrive? Yes. Do I think they'll still be where they are? I mean, like right now, I think they're ranked number one in the defense as far as the way they, they are. They've been holding people mm-hmm. not down. I still think they'll be top five. It might change a little bit here and there because that side of the field might take a hit. But that's about it. They'll be fine. So talk to me about um, the rest of the league. Did, is any of the standouts from last week that you saw that, that made you think about anything? Oh, uh, yeah. C.J. Stroud. The, I, this is, you know, when I say C.J. Stroud, people look at the Texans as you could beat on them. It's an easy week going by. I don't know anymore. And I'm be honest with that. C.J. Stroud had a good week one, threw for, about, threw for 250, and uh, lost the game, but he definitely threw for 250, no touchdowns, no uh, two interceptions. But I feel like in week one, week two, he flipped the switch, threw for over four, almost 400 yards, no interceptions, threw for 30 for 47. But he flipped lose. the switch there. He lost. They lost, but, but who, you did know, they who did they play? Yeah. Who they play Indiana. They play Indiana. They play Indiana. Indiana. Who? Who's that? That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who's like, that? <laughs> no, but they lost to a coach it's without the quarterback. Yeah, but look who he's throwing to. Look who he's throwing to. He don't got nobody throwing to. Nico Collins is his best receiver. Who is Nico Collins? <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> who is Nico? Last year, did you see Aaron Rodgers' numbers? Who was he throwing to? Yeah. 
Who who are they? Because all I saw was a lot of guys dropping passes and Aaron Rodgers still putting up numbers with nobody. So I'm just saying this is a horrible Christian Christian Watson Christian Watson compared to Nico Collins. That's a big Nico Collins is still available on your fantasy. <laughs> then pick him up. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Pick him up. I'm just saying. All right. I'm just saying. These, the, that's going to transition us over to. I think. Would you pick up Straub? Because because uh, Straub's available on yeah. most waiver wires in fantasy. Now, if I. Okay, you know what? We're all in the same fantasy league. All three of us. Straub's available on the waiver wire. I do admit that of the available quarterbacks left, you know, we have a 12-team league. Of the available quarterbacks left, he's got to be a, amongst the top three. That's available. Yeah. Okay, I would say that. Um, I personally would pick up Mayfield. He's not available. Oh, someone picked him up? You got to smile like you picked him up. He did. I did. <laughs> he did. Well, that's what I want to talk about, but we'll do that later. Okay, but we're going to get to that Tampa game later. So, anything else from last week anybody would like to touch on? You know what? Other than the I don't see any. Yeah, I don't don't see no camp standout. That's going to lead me into the game that already played. That's this week. We're going to go into this week, but we did miss the Thursday night game. Funny thing about it was if you told me, if you put a gun to my head and said, Here's your one pick of the week. This is the one. I would have picked San Francisco over the Giants. I even said it to you, Corey. I called the score. I said I was right on the over-under. I was right on, right where I said what it was going to be. And I told you San Fran was going to hit at least 30 points on them. And they did. And and the funny thing about it is that the game passed already. But let's talk about that game. I was watching the game, what little I could watch with our with our <laughs> schedule, right? With our schedule, little I can watch, right? And what I did notice was not so much that San Fran was so dominant, but it was so awful the Giants were. The Giants are tremendously bad this year, and it saddens me. As a, as a New Yorker, I am saddened to watch the Giants just, just, it almost looks like they're tanking, and they're not. That's the sad thing. They're not tanking. They're trying, <laughs> and they suck. <laughs> well, my question for you, since you're a New Yorker and you actually like the Giants, what do you think the problem is? What What's the issue? What Where are they bleeding from? How can you fix Defense. It? Defense, number one. They got away from what they were. They've always been a defensive team. Defense first. That's what they, the Jets are. They're, they're a defense first team. They run the ball. They're old school football. Okay. Although they have some key players that the Giants have always been a running team that can play good D and they always had a decent quarterback. Okay. Whether it was Phil Sims, whether it was Eli, um, they've always had a quarterback who can be competent, don't turn the ball over, hit the receivers who they need to hit. For the big plays that are choice plays, they weren't just gunslingers. And that's how they won. Um, they got away from that. They have a horrific defense. You can score on them all day. All day. 
their run game, although they have a great running back, he's almost made a glass. He's gotten to that point now where a good hard hit, he's done. The offensive line is not even giving him that much opening. The quarterback has got a lot of issues. He doesn't run enough. He really, because he looks great when he runs, but he's trying to be a pocket passer and he doesn't have anybody to pass the ball to. Uh, wrong. You've got Darren Waller. Let me stop you there. That's the inclusion. And Darren Waller actually had a, a good game on um, on Thursday. He had what? Uh, he had like six receptions. About, yeah. Yeah. He did pretty good. Yeah, he did. He actually had a decent game. So they finally got him somebody to throw the ball to, but that's all they got. So yeah, and, I, and, I, and that's the issue. You can't. And a big tight end like Darren Waller, I understand his speed may be an issue, but you need more than just a big tight end throw to. This ain't the Ravens. This ain't. He's not Gronk. This ain't. This ain't. He's this. Yeah, you're not Gronk. You're not Andrews. You're not Kelsey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you none of those guys. So to put all your faith in Darren Waller, me personally, if if I just strapped down, I could double coverage Waller whole game. Who else are you gonna throw to? That's just yeah, the question. We, is that you gonna can't do that? We seen we seen teams try to double cover him over and over and it didn't work. You can't put a safety in a linebacker on him. He's jumping right over him. The guy's six six. He had six catches, seventy six yards that game. It was his first game as a well, the second game as a giant. His best game so far because this week one mm-hmm. game was. And I think it'll get better. could have moved the ball. And it definitely will get know. better. Yeah. You know, and he's only going to get better. But the problem with Waller is he's a little bit injury prone. He's hit. He's had that injury bug since being on the Raiders and taking on a heavier workload uh, and transitioning from wide receiver to tight end. Mm-hmm. So with him being on the Giants, he needs Saquon. He, they both yeah. need he one another. He needs a healthy Saquon. Yeah, they both need one another. Indeed. He needs yeah. a healthy Saquon who's going to give him 80-plus yards per game. Without 80-plus yards per game out of Saquon, Waller's going to have to cover a lot more yardage for them. He's going to have to cover um, a lot more touches. It's I don't think he has it in him. I don't think he has it in him at his age. He's not a young guy. No, he's not. He's 30, 32, somewhere. That's what I'm saying. He's not young. Right? And um, he's taken a lot of hits over his career. Okay? So how long does he really have? And how durable can he really be? That is true. You tight end is a very physical position to play. It's extremely physical. Not everybody's Gronk. I say that all the time. Gronk yeah. is what well, he was a machine. Okay? He he was just in, incredible. You know? You don't have that all the time. You have Kelsey, but even Kelsey's got the injury bug right now. He missed game one. He came back in a limited role in game two. Okay? He actually scored a touchdown. He had a couple touches. By the way, that leads me into the sit starts, okay, in fantasy. And I'll start it off because, honestly, one of the guys that I had right away, if you have him, if you were on the fence about it, you need to start Kelsey, 100%. Kelsey needs to be a start in a 100% because he missed game one. He had a limited role in game two, but he still was productive. And and they're going to go to him hard. KC is one and one, cannot afford to go one and two. They cannot afford. They, there's no reason why they should. 
they're not even really playing anybody really that uh from what uh, I saw it here, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. They're playing the Bears of all teams. Okay. Which is why there's absolutely no reason why they don't just run them right over. And Kelsey especially, he might do 120 yards by himself. And he um, takes uh I, I, I agree with Kelsey. Kelsey Kelsey alone. He's a machine. He I, I look at him, even though with the injury bug, he still threw up a touchdown, still threw up a couple touches last week. So that just shows that he's willing to go out there and get dirty. You, you know what I'm saying? He's willing to go out there and get the ball out because who else is Mahomes throwing to? Mahomes don't really, a lot, he has a lot of young targets, a lot of guys he does not have him chemistry with other than uh I think I believe it's uh Van uh how you say his name? Van Kez uh the veteran, yeah, yeah. He other than him, that's the only season receiver over there. Sky Moore. By the way, all of his receivers, every single one of them, I would never take any of his receivers. Yeah, in fantasy because other than Kelsey, they're wasted pick on fantasy. Yeah, they're wasted pick because Sky Moore is in his second year. They, they, you know, everybody's saying that Sky Moore. I had Sky Moore. I dropped him. By the way, yeah, Sky. They're saying Sky Moore. This supposed to be his takeoff season because of of the of uh. Kelsey being injured and him taking Juju off with gone. his speed and everything like that. Juju gone, but it's inconsistent. Is there, week one he didn't even have a single touch, not a single catch. He was targeted three times, not a single catch. Week two, yeah, he turned it up a little bit, but that's after Kelsey. After Kelsey came back, Kelsey took the workload off him. He's not a receiver you would depend on. So Kelsey is definitely someone you start this week. And yeah, I complete. I completely agree. Just know when that injury goes away. Kelsey gonna be a monster. He gonna come back. He gonna try to pat them stats the way he was doing. He gonna get them back. Mm-hmm. He gonna get. You think losing that one week he was gonna take that? No, he's gonna get them stats back, and he's gonna get out there. Tell him. I would agree as well. He definitely he has something to prove. He wants to come out. He wants to put on a good performance like he did last season. Last season he was a monster for this team. He was scoring all over the field, making all these catches. But I mean, look at what he did last week. He had a decent team against a decent game against. A damn good Jacksonville Jaguar defense. They held them to 17 points. Who can you say is holding Kansas City Chiefs to 17 points nowadays? So, for him to to do to be able to do something against that defense, that was a good look. It, it, it's a good look that his knee is healthy. Um, and as you go back to Week One, Kadarius Tony, a guy that they brought over to replace Tyree Hill, and I mean. <laughs> He was meme central with cinder blocks for hands, literally mm-hmm. in the pictures. So I'm looking for Patrick Mahomes to lean on Kelsey a lot more. So if I had Kelsey, he would definitely be a start for the whole season, not just the couple games here and there. Every game, I would start Kelsey. All right. So let, let me tell you who I'm sitting. Who I'm sitting this week? I'm sitting Russell Wilson. And I'm gonna tell you mm. why. Because going against that Miami, going against that Miami, uh, you going against Miami this week. That Miami D looking scary. I'm telling you, in the yeah. past, in, in the past two weeks, in the past two weeks, one week two, looking scary. Miami, they're going against Miami. Miami has a total of seven sacks on the season already, going into week three. And Russell Wilson's O line that is not someone I trust. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because Russell Wilson last week was hit 14 times. Was hit fourteen times and dropped for seven. Mm. So that that shows that that offensive line is not holding them against anybody. 
and that and used to that though he did that yeah he was with seattle he ran for his life with seattle and he did that he did that against mac jones to new england Mm -hmm. new england because new england came through almost 21 times on on about about 40 dropbacks yeah, that's that's over half his dropbacks. He was under pressure to throw that ball. Imagine what Miami's gonna do to him this Sunday. Imagine what Miami's gonna do to him, huh? Herbert had two thirty, and Eckler put up one seventeen or something like that rushing on on the Dolphins defense. Yeah, but Herbert and the Chargers are different than yeah, but Herbert and the Chargers are different than Denver. And and Wilson, who's in Wilson's backfield? Williams, he is Williams. Williams compared to Eckler. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we all know Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, we were talking about it too. Great running back when he is on the field. He's a dynamic player. He's a threat running the ball. He's a threat catching the ball. But he's got to be healthy. You know. We By the way, discussion. when I did check the game out, I saw that Herbert was getting a lot of more points toward the end of the game. I mean, sorry, not a lot more points, but a lot more yardage at the end of the game when they already were behind quite a bit. So yeah. it was almost like garbage time yardage. Maybe. I, I mean, not all of it, but I'm saying it was a lot of a lot of garbage time yardage. I'm not a I'm not sold on Herbert. He has not. I don't think he's done. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a fantastic quarterback. Um, but he did not have a great a great week last week. Those numbers are a little sketchy. Okay, Eckler on the other hand, he did play well. I'm, I'm not going to say anything wrong with Eckler. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's a, a set this week, man. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't agree. start him at all. I would not start him, and I'm not against that Miami defense. I, I don't even think – I'm going to be honest with you, and I'll, I'll throw a high take out there. I don't see Denver throwing up more than seven this weekend. Okay, that's a set. But tell Ooh. me, um, who would you start, Justin? If I'm, if I'm starting, I'm throwing uh, – give me one second because I had it right here. I'll come back to you. Hey, Corey. Uh, yeah, come back. Come sit. back to me. Start All right. Sit. What do you got? My first sit for this week coming up, Baker Mayfield. And why? He's going against Philly. And that No question. I have him crazy. as well. They have the Definitely. same defense from last year covered it. They are going to turn up and they're yeah. going to tear him up. Yes. And it's Monday night. Yes, it is Monday night. And it's Monday night. Yeah. And I think it's... I think it's here in Tampa. It's 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 in Tampa. Oh, okay. All right. They, they'll be able to play. Uh, man. Because that team, brotherly love. That team is complete. <laughs> they don't believe in brotherly love in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was hoping they would have won the Super Bowl last year. But, I mean, that offense is disgusting. Slim Reaper is going off right now. But that defense is still scary. They can get at the quarterback. They can cause pressure and they can cover. So, yeah, I mean, Mayfield definitely has his hands cut out for him. Yeah, the connection between Mayfield and Mike. What Evans do you have good. for your start? My first start is going to be Josh Jacobs. Really? Last week he really? had negative two. That's guys. crazy. But check it out. Check it out. Wait, wait, wait. They they are playing the Steelers, who is the worst <laughs> defense right now in the NFL. He is mm-hmm. going to go crazy. He has a point to prove. Week one was trash. Week two, week two was abysmal. 
He is going to go out there and run that ball down that defense. They are not the Steelers of the old. That smash mouth football is no more there. It's no longer there with that system, with that team. He is going to go crazy. He has to. He had last year, he was a league rusher. He is going to go nuts. And he's a thousand yard guy every season. What about you, Justin? What's your take on the start set? Uh, well, my my personal one, I start if if I'm gonna say my personal one, I start Drake London this week. The reason why I say Drake London is because going against that Detroit defense, yeah, B. John is a prom. We've seen it the first two weeks; he's a prom, and Detroit is coming in prepared for B. John. He's gonna come in. Pre- Don't let it stop. It's not gonna stop B. John. B. John is his own breed. He's gonna get his yards. He's gonna get his touches. He's gonna get the touchdowns. But Drake London, listen, that man is a scary man. Yeah, he ain't been doing that in the last two years because who's been throwing the ball? But Desmond Ritter's been looking a lot more comfortable in this offense. He's getting a lot more touches. He's throwing the ball more freely. And let me hit you with the huh? <laughs> listen, Desmond Ritter's getting a lot more comfortable in this offense. And I promise you, he's gonna break one. He's gonna break one nice and early in in this game. I'm telling you, I won't be surprised he hits for a seventy yarder. I won't be surprised he hits for a sixty yarder. Wow! I'm telling you, he is he is definitely. That might be the only thing he breaks. I'm telling you, mark my words, mark my words. CJ Gardner, listen, CJ Gardner Johnson's not playing on Ritter. Is because that's exactly Ritter. Like there are better players unsigned who should be the quarterback of the Falcons. Okay. Man, I got, I got faith in that go. man. Detroit, I think, is a solid team. They're a solid team that did not have a great record last year, but they were scary. Every game, they scared everybody that they played. Okay. This week, okay, um, they coming into this game, they're the favorite by three and a half. Oh, yeah. They're taking that game. Detroit's taking that game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Detroit. Other than Bijan, that's the only one I see having any real game on that team. Okay. Um, their offense know, has been explosive this year. Yeah, so their far. offense has just been just been nasty. But yeah. even with that being said, I think this will be more of a lower scoring game. I think it'll be running. Yeah, this is the, there'll be some. This is a ground pound game. This, this is yeah, definitely a ground pound game. game. But I think Detroit pulls this one out without question. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of like Atlanta in this matchup. I like Atlanta. And the reason why I say that, if Atlanta controls the clock and they run that ball down, they throw, remember, a three-headed monster between the three of them. You got Tyler Algier, B. John Robinson, and Desmond Ritter himself. Desmond Ritter ran for over 60 yards last game. Tyler Algier for... John... has 60 yards as a backup. Mm-hmm. He's not 60 yards of backup. B. Jones ran for 120. He is not the one. That is a running team, man. I'm trying to tell yeah, y'all. But you said that you said that is a running they team. have to control the clock. They're a running young team. They're, yeah. they're not thinking about the clock. They're not going to manage that clock. That Lions team, I'm, last year playing in the NFC North, where you had Fields going crazy, the Vikings going crazy, and Aaron Rodgers still trying to go crazy with some scrub bones at that point. Yeah, Detroit. Mm, they get listen, man. I, I, like I said, we're gonna come back who, to this next week. What happened in the first game of the season? Who did Detroit play? Please tell me who Detroit played the first game. Play of the KC. Season. Play KC. Huh? Who won? 
the, the Detroit won. But who did Casey have? Right. Kelsey ain't played. Mahomes they played by himself. Mahomes played by himself. He was playing out there playing touch touch football. He was out there playing schoolyard. He had like 500 yards, 300 rushing yards. He played by himself. What you want him to do? <laughs> and they barely won the game. Let's move in, okay? We got the sit starts going. Oh, I had more sit starts. Oh, you have a couple more? Oh, yeah. All right, give me another pair. Give me another pair. Another start is somebody, I'll be honest, I wasn't high on when they drafted him, but this season he's turned it up. But this one's for Marcellus, and that'll be Travis Etienne Mm. on that Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Trevor Lawrence is looking good. He's been performing well. He's getting a lot of touches. He's healthy. Watch. They're going to break out. And, And, I mean, and they're playing the Texans. Yeah, I think anybody playing it. You know, a couple of years ago, I remember um, I didn't draft a defense, right, on my fantasy league. And at that point, um, I was picking up one defense every week, right, off the waiver wires. Right? Anybody playing Texas? My on? strategy was to pick up whoever was playing the Jets because that's how bad they were a couple of years ago, right? And that's how I feel about the Texans right now. Like, whoever's playing the Texans, just pick them up. Okay, run them against them. Um, actually, whoever's playing the Giants right now, pick them up. Run them. <laughs> my sit, my sit is going to be CJ Stroud. He's going against that Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Yeah, and they. I agree. They, they play that's a young, Colts. fast. That's a young, fast team. The Colts got twenty-one on them, and that was about it. And that twenty-one was a struggle. And then to hold Casey, like I said earlier, to seventeen, to only seventeen. CJ Stroud's going to get some some defensive coverages that he's not going to know what to do, and they're going to be on him. They are going to be on him, and we're going to see if he's going to be a guy that, you know, he's going to be under pressure. Hopefully he doesn't fold, but uh, good luck. All right, so let me give you my um, sit starts because I got most of them I had with you guys. I agree, but I got a couple, okay, to start. And I can't believe no one's really talking about this guy, but he's having a phenomenal year. Kirk Cousins, okay? If you have him <laughs> on your team and you're not sure what to do with Kirk Cousins, you need to start him, okay? He's going against the Chargers, okay? Chargers do not have a defense. Cousins is going to throw for 350 yards, maybe 400 yards, okay? Um, this is great because I believe that both teams are 0-2. <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah. get a win in this game. So I think he's going to get his win. All right, but he's gonna throw. He's gonna throw that ball. Kirk Cousins is is definitely for real. Okay. Yeah, they only have like um, second yards. start. Okay, if you have him on your team and maybe you're not starting him or not, whatever. Pacheco. Okay, if you have Pacheco, you need to start him. Last week he had 12 carries for 70 yards. Right. Um, and that was against the Jags. So okay, so this week you need to be starting him. Okay. Um, now let's talk about a couple sets. Hard sets. Hard sets. You hear me? There's no, like, 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 throw them off your team if you have them. Okay. Dalvin Cook, if you've got this guy in your team right now. <laughs> okay. If you drafted him because you thought he was going to do something, Brees Hall has definitely shown that he is the man on that Jet team. Cook is going to get limited amount of touches. Okay. Especially now that Rodgers has gotten. Has gone down. Okay. Cook probably should have stayed. Well, I mean, he didn't have a choice, but um, 
this is not a good fit for him. He's he's the he's the second string guy. He's not a second string type running back. Um, he's not catching out of the backfield. He doesn't have Rodgers throwing to him. He's going. He's having a lot of problems right now. Avoid the trouble. Don't start him. Sit him on your bench. Maybe later in the season it might be the right move. Um, if you can trade him, trade him. Okay. Um, I was with you with the Mayfield. I was with you uh, with a lot of guys. Another one, Michael Thomas. Okay. That matchup with Green Bay, that is a bad matchup. Okay, that is a really bad matchup for him. He is not even the primary wide receiver on that team. So if you have another option, use it. If you have no other choice and you have to, Fine, uh, you know it is what it is. I think he is going to be good for maybe six or seven points, if that's if that's all you got. But if you have a different option, use it, please. Yeah, use Green it. Bay secondary is no joke. Yeah, no Green joke. Bay is. Um, they were built. Their they offense is what's limiting them right now. Their defense is very good. Okay, so gentlemen, let's talk about uh, the odds. Okay, you got twenty dollars in your pocket. <laughs> okay. Twenty dollars in your pocket. You, we need to pick something. Um, who who are you betting on based off the odds this week? What team would be your pick? Let me hear from you, Justin. Give me your pick. Hey, my lock for the week. I'm taking that Minnesota over Chargers all day. Minnesota is the favorite. In, the favorite in that matchup, and I believe they're saying that they're going to go for about fifty-four, and I agree. I think it's going to be a mm. shootout between both of them. I think I'm, I'm taking over. I've got taking over because Minnesota, listen, between Justin Jefferson, Addison, TJ Hawkinson, and Kirk mm. Cousins, the play he's playing, mm. that is a dangerous offense. I'm not even about to lie. That is a dangerous offense, especially, yeah, let me get, let me get that. Let me get that. Right? <laughs> Darwin, Darwin James on the Chargers defense cannot do it alone. You know, Khalil Max on that, Joey Bosa, but they listen, the way if you just double cover it, you just uh double team Joey Bosa off that O line and you, you stay away from Khalil Mack and uh Darwin James, someone's gonna get open. And the way Kirk Cousins is slinging that ball right now. Khalil, Khalil Mack's not the same. He he's not the Khalil Mack from the Raiders or when yeah. he first got to the Bears. He is not the same. He's aged and he hasn't aged gracefully in the sport. I hate to say it because I loved it. I love seeing him as the defensive player of the year, but he is not the same. And that Chargers defense on paper looks like they should be stopping. They look great on paper. Every Watch them play. That secondary is disgusting. I wouldn't want to go up against that secondary if I was a receiver. I'd take an injury. I think I told my ACL I'm done for the game. <laughs> you know, I'll be back next week. But the way they're performing, it's either – there's no communication, there's no trust, or that defensive coordinator is not doing his job correctly. They need to figure it out and figure it out fast because having an – I agree with you, Minnesota's going to win the game. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be – It's going to be points. a shootout. All right, Corey, let me see your $20. Where's your $20 going? Is there a question? No, I already know. I don't have to <laughs> As I pour my next <laughs> drink, I already know where you're, you're going. Colts, no Anthony, no Anthony Richardson. I think yeah, the, the rookie. He's he's concussion protocol. He's gone. Gardner Minshew is not the one. 
And it is going to be an assault. He might be. No, he is not. It'll be an assault. You know <laughs> he what? Might be. We're going to have the under because I don't think Baltimore is going to blow him out like they're going to. I think there's going to be a little bit of struggle because I do think that Michael Pittman Jr. has looked very, very good this season so far. Every fantasy game, I think he's put up 20 points or close to 20 points a game. Um, you know, you got no Odell this week. So. Yeah, we don't have no Odell, but you know what's funny is I have it actually listed exactly like you, Corey. I have I picked Baltimore with the under. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game, but Baltimore's going to smash. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. No Odell is fine. You got Zay. Yeah, Zay Flowers. That's, that's another Odell, monster. But that's a whole different. That's that's a, I, Zay Flowers is a monster, man. All right, and um, as far as mine, I think it's just obvious with this one. It's going to be a smash. It's going to be a blowout game. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty to watch. The KC is going to destroy the Bears. It's going to be just horrific. It's going to be a murder scene. Okay, we might get CSI out there now, just in case it rains, so we don't lose any evidence. Because uh, that twelve and a half points, I don't think that's enough. I don't think it's enough points. Okay, like I said, I think that Pacheco is going to have a hundred and something yards on him. Um, I think that Kelsey's going to have three touchdowns. Okay, he's a start. Um, Mayfield, I mean, you know, I mean, forget Mayfield, I'm sorry. (laughs) Mahomes is going to go wild in this game. He's got the Bears defense. He's going to be drooling as he goes to the the stadium. Um, So that's where I would throw my money on that game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they're going to want to perform. This is going to be a murder scene. And Mahomes does bad. not like the Bears, remember. They passed up on him. Yeah, this is going to be real bad. He's going to murder them. And that 12 and a half, I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. I think that uh, they probably could have doubled it, and I probably still still would have bet on KC. Um, and uh, for that matter, um, with that, I took the over. Because I don't think that 48 points is not, a, it's it's not, it's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> you think Kansas City's going to score like 48 and then like yeah, uh, the Bears might get a field goal? Final sales might there. be 48. It might be a college game here. Yeah. You know? It's going to look like one. The way they playing. All right. Prize picks. Prize picks pick. Your parlay. Your two-player two parlay. So those who don't know, prize picks is an app. Um, allows you to make bets um, on... Uh, Player stats, they have uh, sometimes obscure stats, you know. Uh, they have the typical receptions, yards, touchdowns, but sometimes they'll they'll, through, they'll throw an obscure one on you. Um, so it's good if you're a degenerate gambler like I am. <laughs> okay. So your two-team parlay would, play, uh, would pay as a three-multiplier, Justin, if uh, a two-team parlay uh, pays three times, three times, yep, three whatever times you put in. Multiplier. So if you bet twenty, you get sixty. All right. So, gentlemen, well, I ask you all to go through their options and give me your two-player parlay and what they were. Justin, talk to me. What do you got? All right. For my first one, it's no surprise when I say this. I'm taking Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown. The reason why I'm saying that is because. Going up against Denver is going to be Sertan versus Hill. And I know, you know Tyreek Hill. He's going to want to make an impact. After last week, he only had 40 yards against that New England defense. He's going to come in here, and after week one, having 215, 
going to 40 yards, he's going to want to come in here and get 150, go almost 200 on certain. And he's not always going to line up on certain. You know what I'm saying? He's going to line up in the slot. He's going to beat the linebacker upfield. He's going to get open. And eventually when he gets open, you know he breaks it. He's going to get an anytime touchdown, whether it's a five-yard dig route or if it's a post route for 80 yards. He's going to get it. Mm-hmm. That's my Who's first. That's my first. My se- that's another question. Don't I matter. Ask. Don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's an Don't matter, Waddle playing, man. Anytime What's touchdown. Second my second, second one's gonna be part of the, of the, of the parlay. It's gonna be Brees Hall more than fifty six combined yards mm. rushing and receiving. Mm. I think I think Brees Hall is gonna break one. Like I said before, he's gonna break one through that New England it's defense. New England. He's gonna He's going to get through that secondary, and he's going to break one. If it's not going to be 30 yards there and all, all the passes he's going to catch out the backfield, I see him breaking it. 60 yards. I'm taking the over on both of them. I'm taking the over on 56 yards, combined yards for, for Brees Hall, and I'm taking the anytime touchdown for uh, Tyreek Hill. I thought I was a gambler, sir. Yeah. I think you are gambling more than I am. Trust me. Trust me, man. Corey, what do you got? Like I said, Josh Jacobs going mm. against that Steelers defense. Look, last week, Chubb had, what, 12 attempts, 60, 64 yards. Then um, what's the, the backup? He came in. He had 16 attempts, 106. So I have Josh Jacobs going for 71 and a half going against that Steelers mm. defense. He is going to okay. go nuts. He needs to prove a point that he is still a damn force in this league. And he's going right, to talk to me. What is your number two? My what's number that, two is going to be that Zay, part of that Zay Flowers getting at least 11.5 points in fantasy. No Odell. He looked good last week. He had that phenomenal catch. I think they're going to continue to feed the well because last week Lamar distributed that ball very, very well across the board. And I think they're going to target Zay a little bit more to see what this young kid can do. This is our new well, I think the hat might be a little bit too tight on you. Yeah, right? I about to say that's a little bias in my opinion, but you know what I mean? It's a little bias. I mean, maybe I'm the you know, I thought I was the gambler, but you guys are definitely the gambler. So check it out. Trust me, trust me. Maybe it's uh the way I was raised. I always believed in insurance. I've always believed in uh taking the the path that is well lit when I go home late at night. Okay. I don't ride roller coasters. So when I so when I gamble, <laughs> I gamble on sure things, okay? This one was an easy one when I picked this two-player parlay. Travis Kelsey, 0.5 on a touchdown. That means he needs to score one touchdown. Anytime touchdown. One touchdown. One. A healthy Kelsey. Yeah, that one, that's almost a guarantee to me, okay? And uh, so that's like beside the point. Plus, they're playing the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Right, the Bears. The Bears. Okay. And my second part of that, you ready? Ready? You ready for this? Is the guy who is the real stud of his team anyway, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett mm-hmm. receptions, 4.5. 4.5. I had to check to see if that was just the first quarter only. They're talking about for the game. <laughs> for the game? Okay. Oh, no. He's going to get way more than that. So that's both overs, buddy. Okay? Two overs on Tyler Lockett and Travis Kelsey playing it safe. Okay? Throw 100 bucks on it. Walk away with 300 Go buy your wife something. Take her out to eat. 
Okay, because that is definitely a winning parlay. I might have to do that. You know, that that, that is a nice parlay right there. Okay, that's that's my choice on that one. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. So, uh, last but not least, game of the week. The game you do not miss. I don't give a shit. We already spoke about it. Minnesota. Okay, game of the week. If somebody calls you up and says, that Minnesota. "Hey, yeah, that Minnesota game, it, that's game of the week." Minnesota is that Minnesota game, man? That's the game of the week, right there. It's not about the, the defenses. Just stay on the sideline. Don't even get involved. Yeah, defense. It ain't about defense. That game. It's about who can throw the ball farther. That's what yeah. it's going to be. Who arm going to get tired first? It's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, I'm trying really? to tell you. Yeah, that's okay, going to be the game of the week, right there. Game of the week. Game of the week. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna pick it over uh, the Dallas game? Yeah. Listen, Arizona looked good against the Giants, but I look good against the Giants. I'm just saying. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I look good against the Giants. I'm just saying. This is true. I think the Minnesota game is gonna be fantastic. What time is that game? That's a one o'clock game. It's a one o'clock game, right now. Terrible because because I can't watch that game. Not when um not when Miami's playing the Broncos. I'm sorry. I have to watch that game. The Miami's been on fire. Yeah. Miami has been one. on fire. Okay. That's the defense is wonderful. Um, I hate to say it. I have a very good friend of mine named Fred that, that he is a true that he's a huge Dolphin fan. And I like to talk smack with him, but his team is tremendous this year. They're not my favorite to win the Super Bowl by any chance, but um, but still I think they're a dynamite team. They are this is gonna be a great game. Right that is a key matchup. That... Broncos because um, Russell definitely has magic. He definitely has magic, okay? And um, I think he's an aging quarterback, so a lot of that magic is gone. But he's going to try everything he can. He's going to try. He's going to give it a shot. I will say this. He has turned it around from last season. Last season, he yeah. hasn't had a game like he did last week or, you know, or even in week one. He has turned it around, you know. Um, but to be going against that hungry defense, and remember, we're, they still don't have Ramsey mm. on that defense. He's out till what November, December. So they're so they're only going to get more disgusting by then. But um, I do think Russell Wilson's going to try. He has turned it. That is a key match. Is a key matchup in that ma- in that game. It's a key matchup in that game. You guys got to watch, and that's Hill versus Sertan. I said it earlier. Yeah, and Sertan is going to want to signify that he is the best corner in the league. He is, you know, above sauce. But you know, and he is. Gonna, you know when he's going to make that move? When he turns around and sees Hills uh, back of his jersey, and uh, he's about thirty. Yeah, when he scores my anytime touchdown, that's what I want. When he scores okay. my anytime when touchdown, that's going to be the key to matchup. And Hill has his arm up in the air with something coming over the shoulder. Okay, because you know, Tua maybe. Uh, a wow! Wow! But, uh, he really did that. The guy's he got really a cannon, and, and he's got a, he, a he's cannon. got a waddle. And he's got hills. He doesn't have a cannon. Tua is benef- is a beneficiary to having two of the fastest receivers in the league, two fastest receivers in the NFL. Well, you still right got to get it down the field to them. So even if you just put it up and say, "Go get it," you I can throw sixty yards. All I got to do is throw it up. They're going to get it. Tua throws. You couldn't throw sixty yards if if. I if I let you in my truck yards, and drove you the 50 yards I over there. Man, 
Tua is – You throw 60 10 years ago. First, <laughs> this is the first time I've seen a quarterback that the the majority of his, his catches are within the numbers. Like, meaning he doesn't he doesn't like the, the post. He doesn't like the out routes. He likes to throw the seed. And why? Because he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle who just go right down the scene, and that's it. Don't hate him because he has weapons. Yeah, word. Don't, don't hate him because he, he he found a way to win. He's, he found a way to win. You can't overthrow these guys. He overthrows the ball. That's, that's the point. You still got to throw the ball. Listen, he they down there somewhere. Listen, they down they down there somewhere. I got to throw it over the defense. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. They down there somewhere. He going to get it. Listen, you remember that meme with Eli Manning to Odell Beckham? He down there somewhere. No, he down there somewhere. Hey, he gonna go get it. He gonna go get it. That's what Odell was serious. That's what Odell. Oh, yeah, that's what Odell was was, was one handed people regularly. Yeah, <laughs> regularly. I'm talking about that was fur. Uh, okay, like boa wearing <laughs> Odell. You know, Odell walk in here like um like he's saber tooth from marble. <laughs> yeah, man. And everybody was still like, I don't he know. He down there somewhere. They go go get everything. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I see that. It's the same, like I said, it's the same thing with uh, Burrow and Chase, where it was just like epic. Chase is down there. Oh, somewhere. my God. Don't even talk about Burrow. They need to figure no, it no, out. Please, please don't talk about it. Well, I mean, they had a slow start last season. They, the same thing last season. He is hurt. You notice, well, I, you notice how none of us mentioned Burrow on sit start because I think everybody is scared. I don't think anybody knows what he is anymore because well, we don't know whether to start him, we don't whether to sit him. We want to start him because he's too good of a quarterback. You know, I would love he's to got start a him. lot of weapons, but in but in two games he hasn't even used them. Yeah, but he hit T Higgins last game. He was he he had twenty seven. He he had 41 attempts, 27 were completed. He threw for 220, 222, my bad, two TDs. He had one one interception. T. Higgins caught eight catches, 89 yards with two TDs. I mean, it wasn't a bad showing. He was going against the Ravens. So it, it, they, they had 60 total yards of rushing, so that doesn't help when you have to throw the ball 41 times in the game. But, um, I want him to throw the ball 41 times because I'm the fantasy owner. <laughs> I own Joe Burrow. I own Jamar Chase. I own both of them. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to tell you, it's times. tough. Listen, I got Jamar Chase starting this week in case he go crazy. But Joe Burrow's sitting on my bench, man. I'm just being honest with you. He's sitting there, and he's going to stay there until he show me sign. And he's going against L.A. this week. He's going against L.A., so... If this is the week to go crazy, is this week? This is the week to go crazy, <laughs> gentlemen. I got one more start for you, by the way, and that will be Dak Prescott. Okay, Dak is got a, he's got a very good he's got a very good matchup with Arizona. I I honestly believe that um, he's going to have a great game, bounce back game. And when I say bounce back, he has not had a bad game yet, but. But I think he will have a great game. I think he's going to have one of those games because quietly kept. The Cowboys are one of the five teams to watch this year. Okay, We all know about Green. San Fran. We all know about the Eagles. We all know about KC. Okay, But Miami and the Cowboys are definitely right there 
as the teams that are showing they're dangerous. Okay, they. Um, I think CD Lamb is coming to his own, and Prescott is going to be almost like on that um, that same that same tip with Odell, where just chucking the ball up and go get it. That's how CD Lamb is doing right now, chucking the ball up and saying go get it. I mean, Prescott, he hasn't really faced any really good teams yet in Florida, so you're seeing what he can do. I mean, it's not his I'm, fault that the entire I'm not the entire NFC East is terrible. The NFC East is terrible. The NFC yeah. East is awful. Philly. Oh well, well yeah. man. Quietly right. kept right. the Eagles is there. Philly because Philly Eagles is there. I don't even count them. I don't even count it's them. Washington there. look decent. You know what I'm saying? Washington's Washington looking. Washington look a little decent. They two zero. They're awful. They two zero. It's not that. It's it's for me with Dak Prescott. You can have all the numbers. You can have. All, I mean, Dan Marino numbers. Tony Romo had numbers. And you know how I feel about Dan Marino, Corey. Yeah. I've told you many times. I blame him for everything. <laughs> they had numbers. But if if you're not winning a chip, and it's not like Dak hasn't had pieces to the puzzle. He's had pieces this whole time. He's had defensive pieces and offensive pieces. Exactly. And Dak you're is still not Dak. going deep into the playoffs. There is a problem. And what's the issue? Who is the issue? Listen. Yeah, and I agree with that because going back, I know we we run a little off topic with everything, but Dak Prescott, look at Dak Prescott's QB room. There is no room for error. And when I say that, because when Cooper Rush came in last year and took over mm-hmm. for him, he went five, almost six and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Better than Dak, he put Dak on those, and they brought up the question: Who do you start when Dak comes back? If you are questioning who's your starting quarterback. That is not a good sign, my boy. I'm just being honest. You know, and now we add in the era of right now. Yeah, and and I think I showed this to Corey one day. We were talking about it. There is um a stat I can bring it up next week if you'd like because I don't have it ready right now. Dak's numbers in his career as of yet, right now, if you if you compared them, they are better right now. His career numbers than Brady. Montana. Um, he has Elway. All of these superstar, Super Bowl winning, mm-hmm. um, that have rings. His Not numbers yet. are better than all of them for his career numbers. But the one thing that Dak doesn't have yet is that ring. He does not have a Super Bowl. But I think that might change soon if things go certain ways. He still would have to get by the Eagles, and that's going to be a, a hard thing because the Eagles might you gotta get the past the 49ers game. to get, yeah. even get into the bowl. You gotta get past mm-hmm. the 49ers just to get in the bowl, man. So mm-hmm. that's another 49ers. one. And I think that I think they years now. So 49ers yeah. and the Eagles, that might be the NFC championship right there. Well, it was sure. last year. It's a rematch, yeah. and this time their quarterback gonna work. They, they court their quarterback gonna play this time. Oh, <laughs> you know what Philly, Philly wasn't supposed to go last year, and I say it then, and I'm going to say it now. Philly was not supposed to win last year. They were not supposed to go to the Super Bowl. It was supposed to be a 49 Super Bowl. 49 taking the chip over KC. Yeah, but yeah, Super Bowl. it's definitely going to be a 49ers 
Super Bowl this year. I promise, and I'll take that now. Mark me down. Hot take. What time is it? It's four forty-five p.m. Oh, let them know, down, sir. Don't worry. You're yeah, let them know. I said it right here, right now. San Fran taking it all, and I'm saying that now. Oh, if Purdy oh. continues to be healthy and continues to play throughout the year, I promise. Purdy is eight and zero during the regular season. He has not lost a regular season game since he took over that starting role. He is definitely he is definitely gonna take over this whole thing, and he will win the whole thing if he can as a second year player. I am on that note, gentlemen, we're going to call this a week. All right. Uh, it was wonderful. I want to thank my guest, Mr. Corey Thompson. You can see him in your DMs, I'm sure. If you, if you check him. Dang. He's under the name um, Baltimore or Guy. Baltimore University. Yeah. Um, I would like to thank my son, Justin Rodriguez, for being here. Okay. Uh, you can catch him on the delusional. Thank God he looks like his mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. All right. Um, so next week, we'll be doing this again. Mm-hmm. All right,